Hello and welcome to yet another episode of uh, the Extreme Extras. Today I want to reflect on the impact that having a slightly more sceptical and critical and rational, I would say, mind has had on my Christian faith. Because, I mean, I was just reflecting a while ago that it's definitely not the same as it was two years ago. Uh, the same childlike, innocent faith that never questioned anything and went along with it. They never thought to second-guess why I was doing something or whether it was valid or uh, whether there was anything wrong with it. So over the last two years, uh, no, not two years, over the last year, I've had uh, the great opportunity of having my eyes open to see, um, to see where exactly there were holes in my understanding, uh, where there were things that I just assumed that uh, were true or yeah, to be right, but actually weren't right. And for the most part, I think it's been really helpful. I think I've been able to see a lot more, understand a lot more, strengthen my faith a lot more. But there is this sense of innocence that, I, that, I've, that I've lost, that I no longer have. Um, I would say that it's akin to Adam and Eve when they took a bite out of the fruit of the knowledge of took a bite of the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. What basically happened was that their eyes were opened to good and evil. But the first thing that happened to them wasn't that they started prospering. Instead, what happened to them was that they, they saw their own vulnerability. They saw the things that they were incapable of, the places that they were insufficient, and they hid from God. And so it is representative of what happens when your mind suddenly opens and becomes rational and somewhat skeptical is that the first thing you do is you run from God. I wouldn't say that I ran away from God, but I would say that there is this level of distance that has been placed between me and God because my mind has been perpetually doubting or being skeptical of whatever happens. It means that I can never fully commit to an idea, never fully commit to dogma, essentially. Um, and dogma is a very... Big plays a very big role in religion because there are some things in the religion that you simply cannot question. They are just there. And if you try to question, you, you will obviously run into unsatisfactory answers, answers that you will never be able to find because, because of the nature of God, because God is significantly larger than us, more knowledgeable, more powerful, such that the human mind, if he were real, wouldn't be able to comprehend it. Well, that means the rational mind isn't very happy with the fact that he cannot, you know, dominate. He cannot take control. He has to submit to a higher power. Um, this is most evident in the times when I... No, this is most evident in the impact that this kind of thinking, this kind of mindset has had on my worship life, specifically musical worship. I find that increasingly I'm being unable to worship through music, through singing, through songs, as authentically as I was able to last time. Somehow, when I play a Christian song now, the first thing I do is to, well, criticize it, is to think, you know, well, maybe this song isn't lyrically, doctrinally sound in terms of its lyrics. And it maybe is due in part because early on in my journey to rationality, I 
uh, encountered many Christians who criticized the current musical movement with Hillsong with Bethel and said that many of the songs that they produce uh, or just the doctrine themselves are, well, heretical in nature and so I should stay away from them. And as a result, it's made me undermine a lot of the worship songs that I listen to and made me a bit more distant. Um, and so, it, as a result, I think I've also added lesser songs into my playlist. And I mean, I'm sure everybody knows this, this isn't a religious thing, but over time, your appreciation of a certain song, the frequency of you listening to it is definitely lesser because you lose the novelty of the song. It just doesn't sound as good because you've listened to it too many times and now you're kind of sick of it. So that's why the songs that are older in your playlist, you know, if they're not like classics, for example, one-hit wonders maybe, um, that you just stop listening to them after a while. And it could be the case that this has happened to the songs that I used to listen to, uh, the Christian contemporary music that I li used to listen to. So I guess all of these factors that I outlined um, are the causes for why I've been unable to appreciate or uh, be as authentic in my musical worship. Yeah. So it is a part that I deeply regret losing and am unsure if I will ever get it back again because I'm not sure if there is a solution to skepticism. Skepticism is seems to be always there. It's, it's like telling yourself not to think of a pink elephant. You'll inevitably think of the pink elephant. That, that's how skepticism is like. You can't shake it off because it's a thought, you know? What's the most resistant parasite as, um, in the movie Inception? It's an idea. So I am worried that this path that I'm about to take will be detrimental to my faith. Um, if you're listening to this, uh, and you're one of my close Christian friends, don't be afraid. Um, although I'm worried, I'm not pessimistic. I think that I'm capable of uh, maintaining my faith. It's just that obviously there's this lingering thought in the back of my head, you know, one day what if I suddenly just switch? What if, what if I fall out? Uh, yeah, but until that day comes, I will continue to push forward to try to understand what is wrong, I guess. Yeah, and if you have any thoughts about well, this struggle with skepticism and rationality in the Christian faith. Uh, do let me know if you've struggled with it before. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. But uh, yeah, that's that's all for now. Um, yeah.